I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50 where each week I look at a year in my life looking at the major events and influences, ending up at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week it's 2017! 2017 was a year that I felt like a podcaster, mainly due to several things happening in the 12 month span. At the start of the year, we won a podcasting award for Best New Podcast of 2016 from Professor Allen's annual awards list. To some that might be a minor thing, but to us it was a boost of confidence that encouraged us as we went along. It was also in 2017 that I was guest on the Quarterbin podcast for the Mammoth 100th episode spectacular, talking to the good professor about Excalibur comics. I did have a plan for Mark Smith's Christmas episode that was a year in planning. At Christmas 2016, Catherine's class in school did a pantomime about Star Wars at Christmas. It was written by her teacher and I started to get to thinking that maybe, maybe I could adapt it for a podcast. The teacher agreed that I could use his script and I set about adapting it and then casting the spectacular Sithmas Carol with friends and family and a fantastic array of podcasters. I honestly thought that I might have a hard time finding people willing to take a part, but every single person was delighted to take part, and I am so proud of that one episode, not only because of the work that I put into it, but it showed how brilliant the podcasting community is at encouraging each other. If you missed it, it's episode number 22 of Mark Smith's podcast. For our holidays, we decided to spend a few days in Belfast. I do think that Belfast is a great city to visit. We toured the city, visiting shops, including comic shops, and we went to the Ulster Museum seeing dinosaurs and their ongoing project of making a long tapestry of what was happening in the Game of Thrones TV series. Julie took us to Queen's University to relive her student years. And of course, we took an open bus tour. With the youth in church, we helped run a summer Bible week, which we called the Late Lake Breakfast Club, which was a lot of fun, looking at stories around food in the Bible. And for our food, we had a lady from the church come in and make us lots of toasted products. And of course, a daily challenge game, which had some very silly elements. Someone gave Julie a voucher for afternoon tea at Ballygally Castle, the hotel where we had our wedding reception. We as a family took advantage of it. We had tea and scones and dainty sandwiches and lots of wee buns. I even took the girls around the haunted part of the castle and admired the Game of Thrones doors. That show was starting to go get everywhere. Another show made in Northern Ireland came on my telly. Krypton about the adventures of Superman's granddad. Okay, it wasn't the best show, but I had to support locally made stuff. The BBC did a remake of the classic sitcom Porridge, and that, for me, was a lot better than I expected. The BBC also gave us an adaptation of Len Dighton's novel SSGB, set in an alternative history where the Nazi Germany occupied the UK in 1941. A gripping story brought to life with gritty realism. Peter Capaldi's last series of Doctor Who gave a new direction with a new companion, Bill Potts, giving an interesting character with a tragic end. 
The Christmas episode, the last to be broadcast on Christmas Day so far, not only brought us the Twelfth Doctor and the First Doctor, played by David Bradley, but the first incontinuity story with the Thirteenth Doctor at the very end. Future people will never believe the division this fictional alien caused by regenerating into a woman. The amount of people who pro- proclaimed the ruination of the series and they would they would never watch it again but kept watching anyway so they could have a good old moan all over social media. It was nauseous. But it did mean that I fulfilled a long time ambition. For years, the Sunday school in our church held a nativity play on the Sunday before Christmas. There's not much you can do to change it up without changing the story. But I had an idea. In the Doctor Who Christmas special 10 years before, the Doctor mentioned that he had been there for the birth of Jesus and he got the last room in the inn. That throwaway line sat with me until I was able to do the Doctor Who nativity. It was great. The idea was that the Doctor took his companions to see the greatest moment in history and we used the Doctor as a viewpoint character, witnessing the angels and the shepherds being chased by herds, guards, and finally the birth itself. But as the doctor explained to the companions, the birth of Jesus was not the greatest moment, but it was the life, death, and resurrection of the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. I was surprised how readily all the leaders and the congregation accepted the telling of the nativity, and yes, a ten-year-old girl played the doctor magnificently. It was the year we went to the Ulster Orchestra and they played John Williams. The year we saw a new Spider-Man film, the year England suffered several devastating terrorist attacks. It was the first year that the United Kingdom went a full day without a coal-powered source since the Industrial Revolution. And the year the UK declared the eradication of measles. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com, on Twitter at MarksMessPodcast without the T, on Facebook at MarksMessPodcast, and thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. Next time, 2018.